Tango Tango Papa 2120, August 27, 2022. Have we seen the actual reality of a monstrous crime? Or merely an illusion, the product of a tortured brain? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Tom Wiles here with you, coming to you this, I guess it's afternoon. Well, it's still morning actually here. From uh, Fort Morgan, Colorado. That's in the uh, mountain time zone, so it's actually uh, 11.25 p.m. Uh, Of course, I'm kind of set up more for the central time zone where it's 12.25 p.m. So it's, since I'm here, it's still morning. So it's been just, uh, I guess, under a month or so since the uh, last podcast. I think I looked it up. The last one was on uh, July the 29th, I believe. And so this is August the 27th, uh, I would have recorded a podcast sooner, but, (laughs) uh, I don't know. Let's see if we go back in time. I I guess it's been a bit over two weeks ago, maybe, maybe even longer. Uh, I started coming down with something, you know, it was probably, uh, you know, it was kind of like a cold or sort of like a cold. I knew I was catching something, coming down with something. And uh, so, you know, it, uh, I don't know, it was like the first day maybe I thought I was getting getting something. And then, you know, and then the next day it was like that. It, you know, it was more definite that I was kind of coming down with something and it wasn't really a cold because I it never did get up into my nose at all really or my sinuses at all it was more of a you know in my chest and uh, so I guess uh, I'd have to go back and look at the time but it was on a Thursday I was in uh, actually I was here in Colorado I was in uh, Denver and that day, in the afternoon, it wasn't too bad. I knew I was probably coming down with something. Uh, but then that evening, uh, whenever I couldn't sleep at all, I was just wide awake. And then the other problem, my, and that was probably what was keeping me awake, was the fact that I was chilling. I had a temperature. I don't know how much of a temperature that I had. But typically, if I have any sort of temperature, I will chill. Uh, you know, have a hard time getting warm or feel like I'm just chilling and, you know, what have you. But so I was, uh, you know, when I was trying to sleep, uh, was bu- bu- of course, I was bundled up and everything and uh, kind of chilling and not going to sleep. And then uh, at the same time, I was sweating and that went on the entire, you know, time. 
uh, during the entire break that I was trying to sleep, but I couldn't. So the next morning I uh, left Denver. I picked a load up in uh, Greeley, Colorado. And uh, that load ended up, let's see, where did I go with that? I don't, it ended up kind of, you know, going all the way across Kansas and then it ended up wherever, I don't remember, I, you know, usually those loads, once I've done them, I kind of forget them. So anyway, uh, that first day, it would that would have been on a Friday, I that was kind of a tough day and I was thinking, kind of thinking about, hey, I, you know, I, even though I'm still functioning, uh, you know, I might want to tell my company that I'm not feeling good, but then, you know, it wasn't quite, you know, it wasn't as bad. I've had worse things in the past. I've, you know, where I've just had to park and, you know, I was almost like in a trance type state, uh, where I just felt like I, I needed to park and, you know, just sort of try to, you know, if I couldn't sleep, then just rest it, rest it off. But in this case, I really didn't need to do that. And so then the, uh, that next night I did sleep a little bit. That would have been on a Friday night. And then over the next, uh, few days I got to where I could sleep better. And, uh, you know, this kind of went on, and I guess maybe about three, four days into it, you know, and I didn't know what I had. I suspected that it might have been one of the versions of COVID, but uh, didn't know that, and there was really no point in trying to get one of those COVID tests to find out, because there's really, you know, what, what, you know, what's the point of knowing? Because uh, it's obviously some sort of a respiratory virus thing and uh you know you're either going to recover from it or not and i was getting better so there's really no point uh even though i think they still still they're still selling those i i haven't seen them for a while but i haven't looked for them either but i've seen them for sale even in truck stops uh you know like a 20 dollar test to tell you whether or not you have covid but about, I don't know, maybe the third or the fourth day into it, I decided it was, in fact, COVID because I lost my sense of smell. Uh, you know, so for a day, I'd say a day, day and a half, two days, I completely lost my sense of smell. Uh, it was, you know, I could, um, you know, get a, you know, like my deodorant stick and, you know, just sniff it directly you know right underneath my nose sniff it and not smell anything now prior to losing the sense of smell i went through a period of oh, it was like one day where uh, things were really beginning to taste weird uh some foods would taste like chemicals or rotten or whatever that lasted about a day uh and then you know of course i ended up that was point I was losing the sense of smell and then the sense of smell was just completely gone and then after that uh, you know that sense of smell fine you know my taste uh, for a day or two I really didn't have much of an appetite I could I could taste maybe like sweet or bitter or whatever 
But then my taste started coming back, and then the smell started coming back. And so I'm, uh, at this point, pretty much back to normal. So I would say it uh, overall, I, it, I was probably uh, impacted by it for, let's say, roughly two weeks and so, uh, but at this point, I think I'm pretty much completely over it. Uh, everything's back to normal. So, but that was, you know, it wasn't the worst respiratory problem I've ever had. Like I say, I've had stuff that's worse worse in the past. But in this case, it uh, it was bad enough, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want it again. I don't, you know, it's no fun ever, I'd say, really having any kind of respiratory, uh, you know, any kind of a, an issue like that, you know, some sort of a disease, uh, you know, where you're attacked by a virus. That's never any fun. And it's certainly no fun when you're out on the road, you know. And, of course, I have to kind of, I continued functioning actually through the entire thing and uh so that kind of you know pretty much you know i decided there's no point in making a podcast and uh talking about it and there was really you know and of course i pretty much stayed off of facebook as well because i'm you know as soon as you'd post something oh i'm not feeling well then all these people would start chiming in and you know i don't want that you know, I'm not looking for sympathy. You know, so I kind of pretty much have stayed off of Facebook. And so I'm not even, you know, I'll probably start posting a few things again and looking at it once in a while. But uh, at this point, I'm not even not even really going to mention that I on Facebook, certainly that I ever had it, uh, you know, whatever. You know, I got, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever had. I got over it. Uh, I was able to function the entire time I, I had it. And, uh, you know, so that's that. I think probably eventually everybody's going to end up getting it. And you know, so, uh, you know, and I guess it impacts some people worse than it does others. But uh, it is, uh, you know. It seems to at this point, I think it's pretty much just a, it's respiratory, and that's how you're you're going to end up getting it. Uh, some people have been really paranoid about washing their hands and all that, and I, I don't think you're going to get it that way. I think if you're going to get it, you're going to get it because it's uh, the virus particles are just in the air, and you're going to at some point be unfortunate enough to uh, be in the wrong place, breathing in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I think that's essentially what happened to me. I have no idea where I picked it up at. Uh, I don't know what the so-called incubation period is because they were saying, well, it could be five days or it could be 10 days. Well, I don't think it's 10 days. I think maybe five days is probably more realistic but still, I you know, since I was already back at work at that point, you know, uh, when I whenever I came down with it, I'd already been back at work for more than a week, so I picked it up somewhere, obviously. And so, uh, but now I'm over it, 
and things are back to normal, and uh, <clears throat> so that's that. So, <laughs> you know, there you go. So anyway, uh, I have a voice file from uh, Joel. I actually thought that I was going to have two of them, but then the most recent one that he sent, uh, something went wrong in the recording process and he you know you can hear him talk ever so every few seconds it kind of breaks in and you can hear it hear him talking a word you know kind of a word or two pops in here and there and then it just drops back out and goes back to silence so that the you know the most recent file just isn't uh i can't even tell what he's talking about uh, but I do have one for that he sent uh, not long after the last podcast, you know, which was it would have been closer. Let's say it's maybe from about the time I was getting COVID probably is when he sent the, the first file or maybe, you know, somewhere thereabouts, you know, maybe like a week after the uh, last podcast went up. So but I'm going to be playing that. uh so, but otherwise, uh, you know, the COVID thing kind of, uh, you know, sort of took up, you know, most of my, you know, most of my time, basically, What you know, other than uh, the fact that I was uh, continuing to drive and continuing to do my job. Uh, <laughs> so... But, uh, you know, I got to where I was able to sleep better. And uh, like I say, at this point, I think I'm pretty much back to normal. So, you know, it just, uh, if you get it, uh, you know, it's, like I say, it does impact, it does seem to impact some people more intensely than it does others. And I think... I don't know. I, I'm still of the opinion that, uh, you know, it probably really depends a lot how any of these things impact you. depends on your diet and, it you know, which uh, that uh, is in direct control of your metabolism. And the more screwed up your metabolism is... Uh, the more likely it is that something like this is going to impact you more negatively than it would otherwise. So, now there are different theories as to why, uh, you know, people lose their sense of smell, which that's interesting. I've never lost my sense of smell before. And, uh, you know, so upwards you know people have lost their sense of smell even with regular colds or you know for other reasons but it's pretty rare it's, it's a fairly rare thing to have happen uh until covid came along and they were uh, from what i've read upwards of half of the people that end up with some version of covid do end up losing their uh, temporarily losing their sense of smell maybe and or Obviously, the sense of taste is affected because the two are sort of intertwined quite a bit. So, 
you know, and 90, I'd say about uh, the statistics, at least what I read about, 95% of people get their sense of smell back. Uh, you know, and most of them, 85% of people have their sense of smell back uh, within three weeks. Some of them, it may take longer. If you go out all the way out to a year, 95% of people that have uh, lost their sense of smell because of COVID have it back. And then, but there's a tiny percentage that uh, lose it and never get it back, which that would be bad because it uh, you really depend on your the ability to smell. You know, you think, well, you know, it's just one of those things you take for granted. And it's really important, uh, you know, as far as your sense of taste goes, uh, you know, or be able to sort of interpret the flavor of the, you know, the f- flavor of foods because uh, it goes beyond simple sweet and sour and bitter. So, you know, and I could see it was really during the part where I, you know, completely lost my sense of uh, smell. Uh, it was really difficult to, you know, I knew I had to eat. And so I just kind of forced myself to do it. And it wasn't it wasn't really a, a pleasant experience trying to, uh, you know, force myself to eat. So, you know. But it, uh, like I say, it, it has come back, and so it's, you know, I'm happy about that. And as I, as I say, I'm, at this point, you know, I feel like I'm pretty much completely back to normal. So, anyway, uh, I want to go ahead and play uh, the file that did come through from Joel. So here is Joel. Hey, Tom. Joel Laughlin here. Finally got around to listening to your last show. <laughs> um, Debt has some interesting perspectives. I don't know if I agree with them all. Um, do you know demographics do play a big part? Um, but so one thing I, I wanted to know is, I've noticed, started to notice over the years, and it's even before, kind of before, mostly like hindsight kind of thing, was... Um, Democrats and leftists will always come out and say, well, black people are disadvantaged, or this, you know, this minority needs needs assistance, you know. Um, in reality, they're doing that, and they're doing all this aid and stuff for those, because they really think that. They think that conservative Republicans, that because they're not in for these things, they're not for these people. And it's like, I don't think that at all. I think it's because that a conservative uh, really thinks that these people really can do this and don't need the help. And over the years, because the help's always been there, because things like uh, um, there was uh, this thing called, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember, affirmative action, 
yeah, affirmative action uh, with regards to employees and setting quotas and stuff, and to have certain minorities, number of minorities. That stuff just breeds mediocrity. If I ever had a company, I'd probably be one of those ones that were pointed out. But then I could also point out and say, well, these are the reasons why I didn't hire this person that has nothing to do with this color. Unfortunately, always seems to me, you know, that's, you know, whenever you do that, you're wrong, which is just ridiculous. And I look at things like uh, the Brittany Griner thing. Uh, she broke the law in Russia. And all of a sudden, you know, like the WNBA saying it's because uh, Russia, or because uh, she's a black woman, that's the reason why. No, because she broke the law is the reason why. Yeah, sometimes you make bad choices and bad decisions, no matter what color you are, and you have to live up with that. There you go, you're equal. <laughs> you know, uh, I know so there's a lot of people that won't, won't agree with that. I don't really care. It's the truth, and uh, like, like Ben Shapiro would say, uh, the... Uh, Facts don't care about your feelings, is what he says. <laughs> Anywho. Hey, congrats on the new iPad. Um, I have uh, iPad Air 4, which is the uh, one they brought out. The first iPad Air they brought out with a USB-C. Absolutely love the device. Um, the only thing I really would love is if it had a little longer battery life, but um, it's not too bad. I have also have a iPad uh 2017 variant, which I'm currently testing iPad OS 16 on it, beta, whatever the latest beta is. And uh, unfortunately, it's not really one that's going to take advantage of some of the neat things in iPad OS uh, 16. Uh, so, but uh, hope, hope you're uh, having a good time. Hope you're enjoying your new device. Talk at you later. Thank you, Joel. Yeah, the problem with, uh, you know, the idea of affirmative action uh, is essentially it's trying to turn a negative into a positive, and you can't do that. You know, I know people think you can, and they love to talk about turning negative things into positive things and what have you. But uh, you really can't do that. I don't think it's possible to turn negative negative things. Negative, in this case, it would be like uh, negative behaviors into positive behaviors. Uh, you know, what would the negative behaviors be? Well, you're discriminating against this person because they're black or whatever. And that's... You know, I'm not saying that that never happens, but uh, if, you know, whenever someone gets discriminated against, and it's regardless of whether they're black or this or they're that, it's usually because there's something negative that's been associated with their behavior. Now, the problem that black people have a special problem because uh, 
they're black, you know. And so if a bunch of black people exhibit really, let's say, criminal behavior, antisocial criminal behavior, uh, more so than other demographics do, they've got a problem because, uh, you know, they're you know they're black and then the other the other people that are also black uh end up uh being negatively impacted by that now that can happen it's not just in the realm of black people that can happen uh with any uh sort of group of people that are particularly identifiable by the way they especially like you know you could say well if it's skin color obviously or it could be the way they talk. It could be, uh, and that's usually one of the big, big things. Uh, you can, uh, you know, listen to their accent, even if it's, you know, even if they're just, you know, let's say in the USA, and you can listen to pe- different people's accents. There's different accents for different regions of the country, and if uh, some of those have negative. Uh, connotations that are sort of attached to them then uh you know with that type of accent then someone else that has that accent even if you know can end up uh, kind of picking up the negative connotations it triggers it and you know and then of course the other problem that we as human beings have is that we're always whether you like it or not your brain is always categorizing Especially your subconscious mind is categorizing things. It's uh, doing triage in order for us to be able to just exist in the world. The world itself is way too complicated. And so we, you know, our minds, uh, we can say our brains, our minds, our um, subconscious, the subconscious part of our minds end up... uh, categorizing things in such a way it you know it they it, you're, it makes these functional so-called you know that you can say functional models of how the world works that are you know that are functional hopefully they're functional and if they're not then you revise them as necessary but uh, you come up with these functional models of, of uh, the best way to kind of interact in the world and uh, so that you you can successfully exist, you know, have a successful existence. So, but if someone is discriminated against, then, you know, that's not the end of the world. Uh, we've all been discriminated against in one way or another, I'm sure, you know, and you could, whatever, you know, of course, people want to define that, uh you know, and then then react to it like it's the end of the world. Well, it's not. You get discriminated against, then it's you know you just uh, usually it, you you have to kind you know just kind of keep going on and and uh, either you know either the person that's doing the discriminating against is is never going to be your friend, or uh, it served as a you know, as a, as a, you know, kind of a deterrent, you know, so you sort of end up, uh, 
you know, you don't want to, they would have never been your friend in the first place. But the problem is, you know, the, the idea you have, well, we're going to turn a negative into a positive. We're going to have affirmative action. Well, that's basically still discrimination. You can call it affirmative action, but you're still discriminating. And in this case, you're, you're, you're saying, oh, you poor thing. You're too stupid to make it on your own. Here, here's the handout. Here, we're going we're gonna to make a special allowance for you because you're so dumb and... Uh, dysfunctional that uh, you know you could never make it on your own so therefore we're gonna we're gonna make a special allowance for you well that's no good you don't want that you want to you know you want to make it on your own want to make it on your own merit And there's plenty of examples of black people and otherwise that have made it on their own, despite the discrimination. Now, if you have legal systems that discriminate against people, that's that's something else entirely, like apartheid in South Africa. That was bad. Or, you know, or in the Old South, you had... uh, you know, you had, uh, you know, like separate bathrooms and separate fountains and, you know, all of that, or even separate, uh, you know, places where, you know, the black people couldn't go, but the white people could or whatever. Well, that's wrong, you know, and that, that got fixed. So, but... You know, you can't. The idea that you're going to have uh, affirmative action again, you know, that's it does coddle people, and it does result in mediocrity. You want these people to be able to make it on their own, and you think, oh, we're doing this. This is positive. We're giving them this and giving them these special advantages. Well, it's the same, you might as well be discriminating against them because it creates the same outcome. You don't want to do that. You want to be, just treat people as people. You know, it's like the old Martin Luther King thing. You you know, judge people on the basis of the, the content of their character as opposed to the color of their skin. And that's really the best way to do it. But the so-called anti-racism is basically, it's, it's, they're being very clever with their words. It's basically uh, reverse discrimination. And that's essentially what affirmative action is, is reverse discrimination. You can't simply reverse the flow of something, you know, a negative behavior. You just can't invert the negative behavior and expect a a better outcome. You can't. It's the same thing. You end up with, uh, you know, the idea is basically it's like, uh, you know, I guess it was the I supposedly Einstein said that, you know, one definition of insanity is doing the same thing over, uh, expecting different results. 
and basically, you know, simply reversing discrimination uh, is going to give you the same same terrible results. It's going to give you the same negative outcomes. So, but uh, so anyway. Thank you again, Jill, for the uh, comment. Uh, so I'm basically hanging out here at Fort Morgan until uh, probably around 7, 8 p.m. this evening. Uh, they're loading a load, and then that, that load actually goes to uh, Carthage, Missouri, which is up a little bit north of Joplin. And so that uh, should be a drop and hook in Carthage, and then after that I go home. So I should be getting home maybe sometime tomorrow. Uh, just, you know, kind of depends on uh, how the timing works out. But I think I should, hopefully, should get home sometime tomorrow maybe, or if, if, if not, then it'll be... Uh, See, so today's Saturday, so we have Sunday. So it might be, I might be Monday morning when I get home. So I don't know yet. Haven't. Just depends on when the load gets loaded. So, anyhow, I think I'm going to go ahead and bring this to a close. Hope everyone uh, is having a great weekend so far. And I will catch you later. Remember, Trucker Tom is like Visa. He's everywhere you want to be. Product reviews, restaurant reviews, photos, opinions, and more. Visit Trucker Tom's website at www.truckerphoto.com. You've been listening to Trucker Tom's podcast, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. All you have to do is send us an email to tom at truckerphoto.com. <laughs>